Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vester. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Uh, to be honest, burnt the fuck. Are you checking your vodka bottle yeah, for uh, look, info or what? It says no fat chicks on the back. That would be awesome. <laughs> wow, no fat chicks. Yeah, that's uh, no fat chicks on the bottle right there. <laughs> I noticed that when I was doing my intro and I was like, oh my God, there's no pregnant It women. might mean that. No, yeah, it might mean that. Or it might mean no fat chicks. <laughs> I was like, does that say no fat chicks? <laughs> no, no, you've had enough. Uh, what's chicks. up, Kyle? Burnt myself on the boat. Took my boat out. Nice. Felt like a real, real rich Kelowna kid Bro. taking my dad's boat out. That was fun, hey? The sun fucked me. You don't even look too red. Oh, just took all the energy out. Kiss the sun. No, <laughs> no, Wesley. No, I won't. Not again. You stupid douchebag. <laughs> I have been asleep for the last two days. It's amazing how much energy the sun just takes out of you, hey? You know what's funny? Like, you yeah. feel like you'd be solar charged. Like... Yeah. But it really just drains the shit out of you. So a buddy of mine, buddy of ours, I guess, in some ways, for the rest of you, Jordan Eggleston, big-ass hippie. I love how you just name names. Just yeah. like a buddy. I would have known who you're talking about. It doesn't matter. First and last name. Yeah. You can look him up if you want. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> he literally deleted all social media. You could never find him. Oh, he did? Yeah. And uh, he's a, a new wave jerk-off, right? Okay. Every, he believes every new wave bullshit. So we're on the sun. And I hadn't eaten yet that day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, I should probably eat, but I'm not that hungry. He's like, that's the thing about the sun. Gives you more, all the energy you oh, need. Oh, is he one of those yep. fucking retards he's like, now? He does, he's like, you don't even really need to eat that much in the summer. And I'm like, no. And then I called Angus. I was like, if you're on your way, I'm going to get a sub. Are you a plant? <laughs> yeah, no. Do you photosynthesize, you moron? You actually do through your skin. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, but that's what they think. Like, literally. So today, he's, I, I've been dead. Slept in. On and off. That's the problem. I can't sleep. I like slept for an hour and then woke up over and over again. And uh, he what helps me, me sleep. Sharpening a weed? batch of knife knives. Yeah. Yeah. That's and imagining who you're gonna or what you're gonna make with them. Not not who. That kind what? of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I find ni- knife sharpening very relaxing before yeah, bed. A little shh, <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Stop it. Shh, shh. You're not supposed to go along. You're supposed <laughs> to say fuck off. Nah, dude. I'm on board. And he's Just like, that is a good knives. idea. Maybe yeah. I should get my set. I do have one on my headboard. <laughs> Why? Just in case, you know? Okay. Just in case he needs to sharpen <laughs> to get back to sleep. <laughs> You're such a tool. <laughs> so he messages me today, and he's like, holy fuck, I've been asleep for, I've been wiped out for the last day. I was like, oh, I thought the sun was supposed to charge you up, you jerk off. Yeah. And he just went, had too much, though. <laughs> too much. Like, too much Like, if that's thing. the answer for anything. I went out for lunch today with our good buddy Dave, and um, by the way, I'll, I'll just plug my uh, my friend's podcast. Um, if you guys like, if you guys like comedy podcasts, which there's way too many of them, and most of them suck. <laughs> what a great intro! But uh, <laughs> our friends here in Kelowna have the Back Table Podcast, and uh, I've been on it. Kyle's been on it's, it. Yeah, a bunch of times. It's not a com. It's its own thing. It's its, its own thing. So the problem is they named it after like the back room of a comedy show, which yeah. is what it's not. No. It's not a, It's not like a Robert Kelly YKWD hang. I was just going to give him a quick plug, but now we can get into oh, it. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> it's, it's, like a, it's like an old-timey radio show, if you could say the things they really want to say, yeah. is what I would, is it, how I, I would it's, put it. It's funny. It's well-produced and all that stuff. Mm. I've been on it. You've been on it. Um, Dave was on it. And I, 
I just brought this up because we were talking about it over lunch. Did you hear the episode with Dave Cop? And when they did like the remake of the go kart movie, it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in a podcast. It was so fucking funny. No. Anyway, it's just just plugging our friend's podcast. But so I went out for lunch with Dave, and he runs a comedy scene here in Kelowna, and he is well we, used to. Yeah, yeah. So there's no comedy scene. We opened up for like three weeks. Kelowna got like what. 80 cases in two weeks or something. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. But the all po- I want to know is, is are these people dying or do they just have it? Yeah, right? So they have it. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Anyways, comedy shut down now. So poor Dave makes most of his money that way. So he's been reduced to selling misfortune cookies. Yes. And the irony is palpable. Yeah. <laughs> his fortunes have gone so bad he's selling misfortune cookies. They're cookies and you know, for like that the- he buys from the bulk barn that he tweezes the thing out. And writes his own little misfortune, okay. puts it back in, and sells it, okay? And dips it in chocolate. He dips it in chocolate. They're fancy. Okay, so how much, if you had all that work, right? You're buying them, right? So let's, suck it, let's suck it into no, no, the no, no. economics. I'd, like to, get, I'd like to get into the economics. I was thinking about this today. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> so let's say you buy it bulk. You're probably getting for five cents. Uh, they're so the a cost- dollar, they're a dollar six a pound. I was there with them today, dude. We went to the bulk barn. Dollar six a goes, pound, and he goes to the bin with the fortune cookies, making sure he doesn't get broken ones. Yeah, exactly. Yep. We t- we cleaned out the bin. Every bin, every cookie that wasn't broken, we took. We had like the bulk bags. We had six of those bags full of fortune cookies. So how much do you think they cost each? I I didn't actually pay irrelevant attention. probably to each bag was probably a pound or less. So it was probably like. Eight bucks for all for all the yeah. So you're paying five cents or less for the actual cookie. Yeah, they're cheap, right? So the but the problem is that's not the real cost. The cost is what you just described: going there and picking them out through bulk bart. Yeah, that's time and effort. Right also there. on the west side, by the way, because the Kelowna ones have too many broken ones. Quote unquote. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he was telling me, because it took a long time, because we're going through yes, the whole barrel. Yes, I know. He's like, yeah, this the West Side one's just better. Like, I get them from Kelowna, too, but I cleared them all out, and they're all broken. Whoever works here, they must get the manager to fill these bins. Like, he's talking to me like I care. Like, <laughs> like they're not... Yeah, you guys... <laughs> Is at the bulk barn being like, guys, you got You can't dump them from a uh, foot height. You got to like put the bag rested against the bottom Seriously, and lift it up. You're just wasting Too your many... own money here. Yeah, well, like, what are we even doing here? <laughs> Buying broken fortune cookies so I can't resell them? Is that what we're doing? Broken dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Reselling fortune cookies. <laughs> so then he's got to tweeze them. Hold on. So the real effort is you got to go find them all. Then you got to tweeze them. Then you got to write your dorky little thing, which I'm sure Dave loves, so I'm not even going to count that as as work. Then you got to dip them in chocolate and dry them, right? Yeah. yeah. How much uh, How much would you have to sell that for that one cookie for you to be comfortable in the, mu- in the amount of effort you put in? Ten bucks. For the one cookie. Yeah. Same. Would- <laughs> 100%. Ten bucks. <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> for that amount of work. Dave's and, for- and he's delivering the cookies. I no, think, he's not. By hand. Oh, my well, God. Well, how do people get them? Do Good they, point. Do they fucking come to his house? Jesus Christ. All that work, and you're going to fucking deliver them? Oh, my God. Something for a dollar. <laughs> you have to buy 20 of them, though, yeah. but they're a dollar. It's pretty funny. That's not enough money. Can't you make that a gag gift where it's five for 20 bucks? Whatever. I think, whatever. The point, he's doing it. It's He's selling quite a bit of them. I mean, yeah, but how much money is he making? That's my that's, point. That's, <laughs> that's not enough. No, he's got nothing better to do. Yeah, I he's know. just sitting there twiddling his thumbs, watching eighties movies. Yeah, but as an entrepreneur, <laughs> okay, which he, you know, the problem subscribes with the French, himself to be. They don't yes. have a word for entrepreneur. No. George Bush actually said that. That's hilarious. <laughs> 
The problem with the French is they don't they don't wash their armpits. As soon as I think we can all agree that's the problem. As soon as I said that, it might be a Steve Bridges sketch. That's a fake quote. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be. But it's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a fake quote because a politician would never talk about another country or people like that yeah so we were out for lunch though but this is this is exciting to me i don't think anyone else cares so i've had this shirt for like seven years i've kind of always wanted it's on the back it says christians to the lions okay it's a behemoth shirt it's Mm -hmm. black on the front it's got some saint on it getting torn apart by lions says behemoth on the back like an old-timey big bold gray letters it says it looks like it likes like a stained glass window yeah yeah and then on the back it's in big bold letters says christians to the lions and i'm i've kind of been surprised that no one's ever approached me so there we were you know why because you don't at a glance you're not reading it it's busy nobody is. it's busy right so you're not really paying attention i know but it's quite i see the back when i first got it you didn't have to really you just spun oh yeah okay so that says it it's very blatant it says christians to the lions okay so, when I first saw somebody wearing this shirt, I was like, that is badass. I was like, at OzFest. Oh, my God. I got to tell you the OzFest story now that I think about it. Anyways, now this story is lame now compared to the OzFest Well, we'll story. get this one, then OzFest. Okay, or so, do you want to just weave the OzFest one in? Okay, now, so this lady this lady uh, comes up to me, and she's like, um, what'd she say? I can't remember this verbatim, but she goes something along the lines like, I have a question for you. I was like, okay. She's like, your shirt. I'm like, Yes. She says, it says Christians to the lions on it. I said, yes. We stared at each other awkwardly. <laughs> and she goes, and then I go, uh, what's your question? And she's like a little bit flabbergasted that I'm not like apologizing profusely. I don't know oh, what she expected. Oh, that's, that's what she expected. Well, I, th- I don't know what she expected. No, that's what she expected. But she kind of came over like with a finger wag. Yeah. Or she expected you to go, no, 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 it just means this thing. Yeah. And, and you're she, just like, no, yeah, that's <laughs> it says. It says Christians to the lions. And I said, what's your question? And she goes, uh, 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 why would you... Why, why, why would you wear that? And I go, well, it's a historical event. They used to feed Christians to lions in Rome. And then she's like, that's a hilarious she's answer, like, by the way. What the hell? And she's like, but that, like, but I'm Christian. I, that's what she said. But, I'm, but I'm a Christian. I'm like, so I'm like, my parents are both Christians. They're both pastors. I know the Bible backwards, forwards. And she's like, now her brain is exploding. <laughs> <laughs> I love people stepping out of their bubble and realizing that not everyone's like them. I also, I man, I wish in. You know that, like, in the shower thing where you're like, Fuck. Of course. I yes. really wanted to quote the verse where Jesus says to Lucifer, like, the, the father of lies comes to... the like Because the devil knows the Bible backwards, forwards. So well, I, if well, I would have had that verse on you know my holster... Well, this is what you do next time you tell the story. You lie and say you said that. I was on the way here. I was going to lie and say I said that. <laughs> yeah. And I said, that's dishonest. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. No, it's not. Because it's not what happened. I don't give a shit. Anyways, um, so she says that, and I say that. And then she goes... Um, so, yeah, so why would you wear a shirt like that? I'm like, well, the this band is behemoth. They're a satanic metal band from Poland. And she's, like, now, like, backing away slowly. Yeah, <laughs> terrified of I'm you. like, obviously Satan's not real. And then she kind of, like, looks at me sideways. I'm like, because it's ridiculous. Because it makes people get, get angry. That's why I wear the shirt. And she's like, oh. And that was still whole thing. <laughs> You just, like, I, I, I didn't say, I terrified said, her. Well, I mostly said, like, it's... It's to get a rise out of people. It's imagine. It's an imaginary story. Yes, but it's, she doesn't know people like you exist. So that's so now she's like. That's what I said. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry if you're offended. But oh, you I, actually did. No, no, I didn't say I'm sorry. I said I didn't mean to offend you personally, but I did mean to offend everybody. And she goes, Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what I said. I never said I'm sorry. God, you were leaking. 
I'm sweating. <laughs> Dude, the fuck... It, the sun just beats off the road and just bakes a guy from yeah. the bottom and the top. Dude, I've been sweating in my bed all day. Yeah, it is, and it's hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I am... Take off, all, take off all our clothes. No, I got burns all over <laughs> my chest and tummy. <laughs> all over my fat gut. So, okay, OzFest. Okay, so OzFest, um, I've never been before. This is one of my first concerts ever you're like a fucking talent eater i know it's fucking insane to watch it's gonna be for the whole next hour (laughs) well i'll tell this story to gus then so we went to go to Ozfest, and i can't remember what year it was it was probably 2007 or 8 jesus christ yeah you you need it (laughs) so um (laughs) (laughs) it's like 2007 or 8 who was headlining system of a down it was fucking awesome and I, Wake up! So I had never been to... I don't think I'd been to a concert in the States before. We went across the border. We parked in a Walmart parking lot. We watched... My friend had his little laptop, and we watched the the stand-up movie, The Aristocrats. Mm-hmm. I had never seen it before, and this is, how, this is how young I was. I was actually offended by... I was like, this is gross. I actually said that. Really? Yeah, I actually said that. About huh. about that movie. That's how young and new I was to like the real world. Okay, I must have been eighteen. I wasn't. One, one thing on that movie, yeah, is that I watched it and it like the movie is telling you all these comics are telling you how good this joke is, right? Yeah, the whole movie they're like this joke that's is the legendary. The, that's problem with it is they the joke over, sucks. Well, they oversold it. The joke. Hang sucks. on. If you heard that without the preamble, if you were just behind the thing, and you heard some comic like. I don't know, pick your favorite, Bob Saget, and you just heard him going off like that with all the filthy shit, and he knocks his eye out and sticks his dick in her eye and then fucks her face and all. And you're like, dude, that if they didn't have the half an hour of this is the best joke in the world, it would have been awesome. I don't know. It's just the punchline is two 1940s yeah. spinning bow tie. I didn't even get it. And then going behind stage. I didn't even get it. It's fucking dog shit. Well, the punchline sucks, but it's not about the punchline. It's but about I'm watching the this movie trying to convince my whole, and I did. I managed to convince myself that it was good. But the whole time I was thinking, this sucks. I don't get why this is funny. They're just The say- funniest one's the mime one and the one the guy in the bathroom that has like a systematic approach where everyone just takes one step to the left. <laughs> I don't even remember it anymore. I've seen I just remember Bob Saget's version. That's the, okay, we're getting so sidetracked. Yeah, we we can. So we can come right back. I'd like to do a quick tight Two good stories that are not boring, that aren't about sharpening knives, speed and then them. get to the Bible. Yeah, speed through them as fast as you can as a good story gets told. Okay. As fast as possible with zero tangents. Well, I ha- no questions, and just putting your head down and charging right through. Every good story well, ever. Well, I have a destination in my... Unlike you, Kyle, mm-hmm. my stories have a point, my and they culminate... My destination's they're, unknown. They're a crescendo, <laughs> and they get better as the story goes. Your stories... Debatable. Flop around. What happened to the pumpkin lady? Have you seen her since? Oh, yeah. Fucking killed her. Like I said, last podcast. She's fucking dead. She's bitch is buried, dead. She's buried under my new tomatoes. Yeah, she's buried under a patch she's, of burnt pumpkins. She's growing. She's pushing up pumpkins. Yeah, she's fertilizer for my fucking tomatoes now. So we watched that movie. The next day, we're trying to get booze to go to OzFest. And the Americans don't have liquor stores. They do, but they don't open until like 11 in the morning, like some fucking... That's an insane God hour fearing to be a Christian. man that, it, right? that it's not open. But you can get 24-hour booze at a gas station. Or maybe they stop selling it at midnight or something. But whatever. So they we do go to, stop selling it at midnight. We go to a gas station. and the it's highest just beer, though. Beer, well, the highest percentage thing they had was wine. So I bought wine. Right, they beer. Because I'm wine. a percentage guy. I hate volume drinking. I like strong drinks. Because 
I'm here to drunk fest. I'm here to get drunk. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> so we we go to Ozfest. We're there. the opposite. I've been watering down my cider so I get drunk slower. We're lately. there. We're there at like eight a.m. The show. The first band is I think at eleven. So we're fucking early. So we're drinking in my friend's van, just you know listening to music and it's shit. Start Dragon of Force. Fucking Dragon Force was my jam back then. I'm pretty sure that was their first show ever in North America, and I'm pretty sure I saw it. Is that the rock band band? Um, Yeah. Dude, they're fucking- the fire and flames. Okay, that's their most popular one, but if you really really listen, the Valley of the Damned is the greatest. My friend bought the shirt that said, "Um, even though I walk through the Valley of the Shadow of Death, I will not give a fuck because I'm into Dragon Force. And I thought it was the best. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And I bought my girlfriend at the time these uh, thong that said Dirty Power Metal Slut. And she slapped me for buying it. What? And I was like, what the hell? She's like, I'm not a slut. I'm like, it's funny. I know. Like, yeah. Didn't yeah, last that, long. That, I was just going to say that relationship's never going to work. Anyways. <clears throat> so there we were drinking in the car. We try to go in. Did you then put it on after? They didn't let us. <laughs> be like, no, I'm a Dirty Power Metal <laughs> Slut. <laughs> That would have been the that would have been the power move. <laughs> no, she ended up putting it on when I explained it was. She thought that I actually thought she was a slut for some yeah, why reason. Yeah, why would why would I date a slut? I don't know because you cheat on everybody. <laughs> That's, I found out later. That's a bummer, dude. Don't care. It was so far after the fact. That That's like, probably a red flag when she gets so offended. Wait, I'm not. Yeah, wait, do I, you know? I should have known. <laughs> well, I just knew that she cheated on most every boyfriend she ever had, and I was like, huh? Not I, me though. I do know. Well, I'm the, aloof. Like I don't give a shit. So like, she wouldn't phone me for a weekend. I'd be like, cool, fade and phone. Oh, whoops. <laughs> cool, so and so didn't phone. <laughs> We'll edit that out. No, we won't. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah. we probably Faye Hushino must be not Jesus Christ, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made one mistake. Let's not compound it. So there we were drinking in the minivan before Ozfest. Okay, yeah. they they uh, we try to go in. They won't let us in. Because it's too early. So we go back to the car. We drink, We ended up drinking for like two and a half hours at eight in the morning. We're fucking wasted. Okay? Especially at your drinking speeds. Yeah. A lot of people could drink for two and a half hours and just be chill. I finished my wine. I finished a magnum of wine. <laughs> okay. I mean, with guys. But like, I, we were yeah. like almost out of booze by the time we went in there. We go in there and there's almost nobody there. There's like 100. There's supposed to be, I think, 10,000 people there or more. There's hundreds of people milling around. The whole ground's pretty much empty. And this guy's got uh, kick a ball at a midget for a dollar. That's the game. Awesome. Hey, kick yes. This, kick this soccer ball at this midget. Here's One 20. Dollar. Yeah, I know. So, and he's nobody's going to do it. It's for, it's 10 in the morning. He's like, what the? Kick a ball at this midget. Come on. He, he likes getting hit, don't you? And the midget's all down. It's, it's funny as fuck. And then he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Backstage passes to the first two girls that show their tits. Backstage passes, and these two girls just take their tops off, run over. He's like, that's it, ladies, and just hands them condoms and says, good luck. <laughs> wow. It was amazing. My 18-year-old, 19-year-old brain is like, you can do that? That's so fucking... Like, it was so fucking funny. I saw this shirt for the first time. I saw, like, all kinds of stuff. I saw... Yeah, and then... Um, Were those chicks hot? One was cute, and one was huge. Um... Great day. We ended up passing out at like noon. Uh, Black Label Society was playing on the sideband, and I was like, I gotta go see Dragon Force. And I went and see, saw I Dragon Force. Yeah, with like 800 people. Everybody in the concert, they're on the main stage. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the concert is at Black Label Society. 
Like everybody's at the side stage because nobody knows who Dragon Force is. Oh, fun. this was before Guitar Hero. That's awesome. <laughs> and then, um, so I went right down the floor, <laughs> Guitar Hero. and I was like, I had like grass seats, yeah. and I was like right down on the floor. And then Avenged Sevenfold came on, and this was the year. This is how you know what year it is. It was the year that Dimebag Daryl died. Oh, okay. And so they did. They did one song of theirs. Nobody gave a fuck. And then they were like, "This one goes out." They're ripped Dimebag Daryl, whatever the fuck they said. And they played Walk. And the whole, it was crazy. I got, I was, I moved back up to like the grassy knoll mm. and I got to watch over four minutes, like 10,000 people come from the side stage to the main stage. Cause it was like fucking Pantera's back from the dead. Like everybody thought that. I don't know what they thought, but you got to see the whole stadium fill up over one song. And they just, must've been confused. It was crazy though. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. The show kicked ass. Even Disturbed, who I hate. Who's awesome. They suck. Yeah. They rule. They're, they're, they rule for like the worst band ever. When you're playing like <laughs> bands, like when you're packing up your camping gear actually from AMF on Sunday, you play Disturbed. Like you play Saint Anger, you play Disturbed, you play Hoobastank. That's the kind of like the shittiest. Oh, they're rock. not Hoobastank, dude. They're in the same vein. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, mommy. I won't do it again. Please don't hate me, mommy. It's the gayest shit. It's one song. It's that's their best song. Yeah. That's the sickness. It's a, it's a good one. It's their only good song, and you hear it on the radio. It's like this song's not bad. Then you hear the I like album the whole version. album. That's so bad, dude. The I'm sorry, mommy's a little. <laughs> it's a little something. It's so lame. <laughs> it's angsty, dude. Listen to Kalma sing about fucking marmots chasing mice. Okay, that's the most metal shit there is. Sing about swamps. You want songs about pirates, outer space pirates, yeah. space pirates. That's yeah. the kind of shit that rules, dude. Uh-huh. That's metal. The, bereavement forever. That like that kind of shit. How about like after the Misfits got bad? It's just like dig up her bones. I don't know the Misfits at all. No. God damn, I'm telling myself off. So I think that brings us to the to the Bible. Do you remember what we read last week, Kyle? Oh, fuck, I think so this time. Do you? Oh, the rape story. He remembers. Oh. It. <laughs> I didn't. The only thing is, I knew you said it at the beginning of the podcast before we started, and I was like, I can remember this. So, and I didn't remember. Um, going back even a couple episodes. So David. So David's at war. Yeah, he put your boners up, away for now, guys. He comes back home. He goes up on his roof. He sees a woman sunbathing. He goes, "I'd like to have a piece of that." Sends his man down there. She comes up. Long story Kidnap short, kidnapper gets her pregnant, kills her husband. The prophet comes, rebukes David, says, you are the, like, tells a little allegory about a rich man and a poor man and his lambs. Mm-hmm. David he says, you are that man. And then he curses David and he says, you're war or uh, what? Let's read it verbatim. Uh, Nathan rebukes. Next looking good. eh? It, yeah, it's really healing fast. <laughs> Surprisingly. So, uh, sorry, I should really have this queued up. And then. So then Nathan curses him. He says, uh, I can't even find he says it. Something. He says, War will we never depart from something. your house. Yeah, for sure, something he says. Yeah. This is what the Lord says Out of your own household, I am going to bring calamity upon you. Before your very eyes, I will take your wives and give them to one who is close to you, and he will lie with your wives in oh, broad yeah. daylight. You did it in secret, but I will do this thing in broad daylight. And then Nathan said, Oh yeah, we're gonna get someone because, that, that you know to fuck your wives in public. Yeah, because you've you've made, you've shown utter contempt of the Lord. The son born to you will die, and then he says, 
Um, now, therefore, the sword will never depart from your house. So this it'd, it'd be th- funny to hear those women talk to God and be like, because you know why he's getting punished. Be like, why? Why are we getting punished? She's like, oh, you're not. You're just a tool to punish me. For, yeah. Yeah. Yo, you're not a a thing with feelings that I give a shit about. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. that. Well, he would for the tool to work, he would have to give a shit about, right? No, I'm saying God does. God, that's oh, what God said. Yeah, that's what God said. Because they're going to God. Like, what did I do to deserve to get fucked in public? Yeah, David. By this dude that I know. And da- if, and they're like, oh, I don't. I didn't even consider imagine, you. I don't give a fuck. Dude, I'm using you to spite him. That reminds me of imagine David just like Kaiser Sose. You know the usual suspects. Yeah. And they the legend of Kaiser Sose, and they take his family hostage, and they kill one of his kids to like show him they mean business, and they got the rest of his family at knife point, and, and he, he just kills shoots some, the, his, his own entire family. family. Imagine David just does that. Like, go ahead, take my wife. Bang. bang, bang. <laughs> I guess it would be with a sword. Or he just fucks them all in public and goes, "Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Gang bang now." <laughs> You want to fuck so, my wife? I'm going to fuck so my wife. So after that happens, <clears throat> so Nathan curses him. Then the child dies, right? The new child dies. Bathsheba gets pregnant, has another baby. Meanwhile, David's, David has lots of sons from lots of wives. One of the sons from one of his wives rapes a daughter of another one of his wives, so his half-sister. And then the full right. brother of the half-sister takes revenge. So Absalom takes revenge on Two Amnon. Two years later. Two years later, <laughs> bides his time, and he kills that motherfucker. That's an appropriate amount of time. When you first read it, I thought it was like 20 years. And I was like, that's, what What are you doing at that point, dude? Yeah, two years. Two years is enough time to plot and wait for your opportunity. Yeah, and so they <laughs> sent him out to the desert, and then uh, they killed him there. And so now Absalom has fled. I'll just read the last uh, two two verses of the last chapter. Absalom fled and went to Talmai, son of Amahud, in the king of Geshur. But the king David mourned for his son that very day. After Absalom fled and went to Geshur, he stayed there three years. And the spirit of the king longed to go to Absalom, for he was consoled concerning Amnon's death. Do you think this was in the feminist Bible, this chapter? I mean, who knows? I'd lo- We really should get a copy of it. Yeah, I'd love to see the spin. <clears throat> I, it can't be written the same. Well, it has to be completely omitted. Here's what I think it is. Well, you can't spin it if you take the words. Well, here, there's lots. You of can diff- spin it after. Okay, but in, in you don't let me start, even Kyle. This is like pre-interrupting, which isn't even a thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> I thought you were against all that stuff. I am. I very much. Oh, that, you made me use that purpose. <laughs> I've broken you. The study Bibles, whatever study Bible you buy, <clears throat> the half the page, they still split them down the fucking middle by for no fucking reason by the way sorry I, I get real mad about that so you got half a page no it doesn't two, make any sense and if you're the, gonna bastardize it what's then, the difference then they got on the bottom of that page they have notes and they go you know this probably means this they go of like just facts like mm. geographically geographically the distance from here to here is this but they also have uh, most scholars agree or this one saint said this about this so the, the feminist what's her bible, name secretly loved him or something so the, yeah so the feminist bible would read that <laughs> and be like in this chapter we get to see that god cares about women because he punished david for his sin concerning wh- that's what i can imagine exactly like that's the spin they're yeah, like let's do the feminist version so uh, i think <laughs> i think you should have you should try to do that for like a couple podcasts in a row just for the experiment i'll give it a go a couple times because right now i think the spin could be she was secretly wanting power and, like, fuck her husband. She's a powerful woman. You think he... So she flirted by laying topless, knowing the king could see. Yeah. So she would then get up to the kingdom, and now she gets to be a princess the or old, whatever, dude, this, or queen. Your feminist version is she was asking for it? 
No, she was literally plotting it. <laughs> plotting it. Plotting it. Not asking for it. Plotting it for she, it to she, happen. She meant so it. to become a member of the throne. Knowing he'd have to marry her after. Yes. Yeah, oh, so she's probably even pregnant. She's probably pregnant before he but, fucked but, her. But, and but now he's like, well, now. We're past that now. We're, we're on to the brothers. <clears throat> what I, I brought all that up to say, remember David said the sword will never depart from your house. So this is the, what's happening. His, his house is breaking apart. Yeah. His brothers, his sons are killing. Does that killing. mean they're going to turn on each other? That's what's happening. Yeah. Absalom has killed Abnon. Mm-hmm. And now Absalom's in exile. And now we're, the next chapter is called Absalom Returns to Jerusalem. Hey, David, maybe you think, um, I'm just like to speak to you directly from the future, that maybe the, <laughs> <laughs> that maybe. I'd like to speak to you directly from the future. <laughs> maybe you weren't cursed so much as uh, you let your family degrade by not giving a shit when your daughter got raped by your son, you know? Maybe if you... Uh, he said... No, he, David, he gave a shit. Remember, David... He didn't do anything. When King David heard about all this, he was furious. Yeah, then what happened? He was nothing. mad for a bit. If nothing is recorded. He might have... Take, but he didn't... Nothing is He's recorded. killed people for less. David actually doesn't kill that many people. I mean, what what's your example? David actually let everybody go all the time. God killed everybody. Remember? I mean, he's in massive amounts of wars. He's in wars, but he doesn't kill his. He remember? Oh, never out of spite. I will never lay my hand on the Lord's chosen one. Over and over, he didn't do that. That was Saul. Not okay. the same thing. But no. yeah, David actually doesn't really kill Israelites. He said, "I never want to kill the, another Israelite." So that's actually a really good point. Joab. Verse four, or chapter 14, verse 1. Yeah. Joab, son of Zariah, knew the king's heart longed for Absalom. So Joab sent someone to Tekoa and had a wise woman. Tekoa is just a little Why did town. Absalom have to leave in the first place if the king is cool with it? Um, I, it did he just flee in anticipation? No, there, if you kill somebody, remember, thou shall not kill. That's a, like, <clears throat> it's eye for an eye. At this time, he killed his so brother. So he should have just raped him. <laughs> he should have. That just... would have been eye for an eye. <laughs> brown eye Justice. for a brown yeah. eye. <laughs> you like this, brother? Because that's what you have to say. That's what he did. Come, come here now, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ultimate power move. <laughs> um, you want to fuck my sister? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now they're all just. That's one step so away from everyone just basic... having sex with each other all the time. That's just what happened. Maybe that happened to the Greeks. Yeah. And then, then they said we can't keep doing this. It's like, turns out eye for an eye doesn't work because everyone has to fuck each other all the time. So um, Absalom's in exile. David wants Absalom to come back, but he knows if Absalom comes back, he has to punish him. So Joab's son Mm -hmm. of Zariah knew that the king's heart logged for Absalom. So Joab sent someone to to Koa. That's a town like I I read today, 12 miles from Jerusalem. So I'll just keep reading. Tekoa and had a wise woman brought from there. He said to her. he wasn't very far. Well, that makes sense in a bit. He said to her, pretend you are in mourning. Dressed in mourning clothes and don't wear any cosmetic. AKA rip them. Uh, os- don't use any cosmetic lotions. Act, <laughs> act like a woman who has spent many days grieving for the dead. Then go to the king and speak these words to him. And Joab put these words in her mouth. When the woman from Tekoa went to the king, she fell with her face on to the ground to pay him honor. And she said, help me, O king. The king asked her, what is troubling you? She said. I am indeed a widow. My husband is dead. I, your servant, had two sons. They got into a fight with each other in the field, and no one was there to separate them. One struck the other and killed him. Now the whole clan has risen up against your servant. 
They say, hand over the one who struck his brother down so that we may put him to death for the life of his brother whom he killed. Then we will get rid of the heir as well. They would put out the only burning coal I have left. I'll explain. They take all her shit. One second. They put out the only burning coal I have left, leaving my husband uh, neither name nor descendant on the face of the earth. So this is Joab's scheme is he's sending this woman from a town that's far enough away that David wouldn't know the story. So this is all a a lie. Right. Mm -hmm. And what that means is she's basically setting up a scenario that's similar to the one David has with his two sons. Yeah. So and he's she's pleading your case and uh, trying to get him to come to a realization of forgiveness. Yeah. So what does that mean? The coal thing Uh, that just means. Um, she'll never she'll be barren never be able to have another kid. well her, so her husband who's dead had two sons oh, he is dead one killed the other yeah so the only one that's very important to carry on their descent their name or their gotcha. legacy right and so if this son gets put to death that's the end of that family line which would be a huge that's an unspeakable tragedy practically yeah which is funny <laughs> it's funny because all the descendants be funny if she has like eight daughters no <laughs> what's funny is in like Judaism um, mm-hmm. It's from the mother's side. If your mother's Jewish, you're Jewish. That's a good fucking point. So it's it's weird. It must have switched at some point, or I don't know why this is a big deal. But modern day Jews, it's to your mom. So I don't understand that. Um, that is crazy. Yeah, you're not a real Jew unless it's your mom. Well, they also like you know always go to the house of David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they never talk about the house of Bathsheba or the house of Michal or the house of Tamar. That's funny how it switched. That is weird. <laughs> it is weird. Do you, do you think at a certain point the nagging just overtook? Fine. Shut up. <laughs> nagged to death. I, I can't believe that's in the Bible. She nagged him to death. So, let's see you know the Bible's for the boys. If you're Explain new to the podcast, go listen to the... I think we called we it... We called nag- it Nagged to Death. Nagged yeah. to Death. That's about Samson. That's a good story. Um, they would put out the only burning coal I have left. No, no name nor descendant on the face of the earth. The king said to the woman, go home. I will issue an order in your behalf. Read that as pardon. But the woman said to what the woman from Tekoa said to him, "My lord the king, let the blame rest on me and on my father's family, and let the king and his throne be without guilt." The king replied, "If anyone says anything to you, bring him to me, and he will not bother you again." She said, "Then let the king invoke the Lord his God to prevent the avenger of blood from adding to the destruction, so that my son will not be destroyed. Oh, so, so they're tricking him into getting putting in a law that would make it okay for his son to come back? Basically, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, the Avenger of Blood is from Leviticus. If somebody kills somebody, and remember you can go to those towns where, yeah, you're, where, you, free, where you're safe. That's like uh, Presumably where Absalom is right now. Like I, f- um, I forget what they're called. Fuck. Yeah, they, they have a name for them. But and Avengers can uh, the if you're not in that town, an Avenger of Blood can come from your hometown. Like I'm here for Absalom, like, like Australia. That's what I was trying to figure. <laughs> there you, you nailed it, it Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I love. I when can't you... think of Australia. <laughs> Criminal Island. Yeah. <sighs> it's literally the modern day example. The king replied, "If anyone says any, oh sorry, if anything says any, sorry." The king replied, "If anyone says anything to you." Bring him to me, and he will not bother you again. She said, 
Then let the king invoke the Lord his God to prevent the avenger of blood from adding to the destruction so that my son will not be destroyed. As surely as the Lord lives, David said, not one hair on your son's head will fall to the ground. Then the woman said, let your servant speak a word to my Lord, the king. Speak, he replied. The woman said, why then have you devised a thing like this against the people of God? When the king says this, he does not. Does he not convict himself? For the king has a, has not brought back his banished son. So she's saying this. Yeah. So After she gets her fake thing also, that she wanted. All, no, Joab put her up yes, to this. I know. So she doesn't want any of this. But I can't believe he's just not like, uh, shut up, woman. I gave you what you wanted. So she's teaching him a lesson. I get it. Well, Joab is. Yeah. So when the king says this. But you know what I mean? As an egomaniac dude, I can't believe he's just like... Kyle, you, bitch. you didn't even let me finish the goddamn paragraph. Sure David hasn't replied yet. She's still in the middle of talking. Respectfully, I like that Kyle goes like as the thing's happening. I would be interrupting her right now. That's what I'd be doing if yeah. I were the king. I would not let her. I would stop her right there. Stopped her halfway through. <laughs> yeah, be like, why is a woman speaking to me? Uh, no, come on, Kyle. I thought <laughs> you were going to be the feminist guy. No, I was going to hypothesize on what they would do. <laughs> so, what would you do? What, uh, writing this feminist part of the Bible? Well, it sounds like she's going to get what she wants. So I'd pretend that she came up with the idea the whole time and that Joab was just a puppet laid into the Bible to make it more believable for men when they read it because they're stupid. So, Kyle, so women actually do everything Kyle, behind the scenes? You can't actually change. You can't take away from or add to the word of God. All no, you this can is do- all in a bracket at the bottom. So when they wrote this, right, yeah. they knew men would dumb and wouldn't believe women when women really do everything. So she actually did all that stuff on her own, devised that plan on her own. Oh, this but is in the jo- notes? Yeah, this is in the notes. Joab took the credit. But Joab took the credit because they would know no one would believe a woman Typical at the time of the Bible. mansplainer. Yeah. Dude, I am just leaking all over this <laughs> I know. Table. It's fucking gross, to be honest. It stinks. Does it stink, too? Yeah, you don't smell great. I'm sorry, dude. No worries. <laughs> it's a really small, sweaty room, too. Yep. Uh, when the king it says It could also this, just be me. When the king says this, does he not convict himself? For the king has brought has not brought back his banished son. Like water spilled on the ground, which cannot be recovered, so we must die. But God does not take away life. Instead, he devises ways so a banished person may not remain estranged from him. God doesn't take away life. Except for the constant examples of him taking away yeah. life. I thought they're gonna say something and like God doesn't take away life. He the, just no, this preserves the, it later in heaven or some bullshit. No, but that's not here yet because Jesus has a. This back. is the double speak of the Bible. God does one thing, He does a thing, and mm. then they say God doesn't kill people. It's like I kill people. That's like me going around being like I respect women. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like before, I'd go on stage and do my jokes that are very misogynist. I'd be like, I'm an ally. Yeah, I'm an ally to women. I got a lot of female friends. A lot of women in my life know I do jokes like this, and they're cool with it. So anyways. My- <laughs> and I have now come. Literally a comic in Winnipeg. And I have, I have now come to say this to my lord, the king, because the people have made me afraid. Actually, a female friend. Wow, that was really bad. That, I read all the words correctly, but the cadence was really dumb. Give it another Give it another. And go. now I have come to say this to my lord, the king, because the people have made me afraid. But the way it's written, all the breaks are in the wrong spots. So I read it like a like a train that was like bashing into each other. You know what I'm talking about? No. No. Let's give that, your servant <laughs> let's thought give that metaphor another a train that's bashing into you know, each other. 
Like, like the cars, the latches are broken and they're all slamming into the back one yeah, after more like, another. Yeah, more like not a real train, like a toy train, and they like surge ahead and slap and then bounce back into the other cars. That's what I was thinking of. I never had that very, toy train as a kid. Very specific <laughs> reference. Your servant thought, your servant is the woman. I will speak to the king. Perhaps he will do what his servant asks. Perhaps the king will agree to deliver his servant from the hand of man who is trying to cut off both me and my son from the inheritance God gave us. And now your servant says, may the word of my Lord, the king, bring me rest for my Lord. The king is like an angel of God in discerning good and evil. May the Lord, your God be with you. Then the king said to the woman, do not keep from me the answer to what I am going to ask you. So I'm going to do not lie to me. Don't lie to me, lady. Let my lord the king. I'm an ally. Let my lord the king speak. The woman said, "Lady, the king asked, isn't the isn't the hand of Joab with you in all this?" The woman answered, "How the fuck did he guess that?" He just knows, man. Joab's a conniver. Joab's a conniving fucker. Would you say he's would you say sneaky? A sneaky conniving man from Israel. (laughs) Israelite. (laughs) Israelite. I think you can say that. What? A conniving, a sneaky Israelite? It's not bad. <laughs> um, you can say whatever you want. It, it, I heard today someone say this on a podcast, and I think it's been said before, but it was insincerity, and they were mocking the person who said it, insincerity, that all the, the Jews are so sneaky and conniving now. I don't know how everyone got anti-Semitic again. Like, it just kind of happened recently, I feel like. But they're like, all the Jews got sneaky and conniving now because... They were the ones good at hiding. <laughs> Is that like just a reference to the Holocaust? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> all the ones that hid well and were really sneaky <laughs> survived. They passed down had... their genetic sneaky genes? <laughs> yeah. What a moron. It's like it's like selective uh, human selective evolution. I get it. But like, so they're the best at hide and seek? Yeah. And they passed those hide and yeah, seek Yeah, now genes? they can't stop being sneaky in all aspects of their life. That's so dumb. <laughs> so... The king asked, is, is this Joab? The woman answered, as surely yeah. as you live, my lord the king, no one, can, come no one can turn to the right or to the left from anything my lord the king says. Yes, it was your servant Joab who instructed me to do this and who put all these words into the mouth of your servant. Your servant Joab did this to change the presence. And then he's like, now, don't lie to me here. Did he just put words in your mouth? <laughs> your servant Joab did this to change the present situation. My lord has wisdom like that of an angel of God. He knows everything that happens in the land. My lord is now Joab? No. Um, your servant Joab did this to change the prison situation. My lord, the king, David, has mm-hmm. wisdom like that of an angel. The king said to Joab... Okay, they're just jerking him off? Yeah. She's but just here's like, why you're wrong and how all your decisions that you've made regarding your son are wrong. So you should change your mind. Let's <coughs> pretend this woman is just a, just a placeholder. She's just a... Oh, that is what I'm pretending. Yeah. Kay. Like every woman. Okay, but... So then when you are King David and you're arguing with this woman, you're not arguing with the woman. You're arguing with Joab. Yeah, of course. So when you say, explain yourself, she goes, it's Joab. That's all. That's what happened. No, but she's buttering him up the whole time. Like, you're yeah. Lord. You're so wise and yeah, yeah, awesome all the time. Sure. Please don't kill me. The king said to Joab. It's just funny to have, like, you're trying to teach someone a lesson, right? Through someone else, fine, through Joab. But then you're going, you're like an angel. You're so smart, you know? You're like the most clever person. You're almost like God, I don't but s- except you don't know this. I don't see what's weird about that because the king was probably talked to like that in every every king. No, I understand that. I th- it's not abnormal. 
It's just a weird relationship to have with a human being where you have to be like, you're the smartest, oh, most omnipotent thing. If he was so smart, thing. why would he need yeah, to be corrected? exactly. You wouldn't. Well, But he's just but, going, thank you. Yes, I am. I discovered this totally on my own. Well, he can't. David's dilemma here is that he loves his son Absalom, but he wants to be a just king. Mm-hmm. So if he gives his son a special treatment, he needs a loophole that someone else is going to give him. That's what's that's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's right. So jo- King could have done this, like you said, if he wanted to, but it would have been seen as an injustice, right? Yeah, of course. So, and they would no so longer have the respect he so this, desires. Yeah, this is along <clears throat> in the same vein. This is the same theme of David can't do anything wrong. It's like funny, and they're trying to make it sound like altruistic, like David is such a good person that he doesn't want to do this, but really he doesn't want to waver in front of his people. He wants to get what he wants also, this and have all the people that he reigns over not think he's a bad guy, yeah, so they is, keep listening to this him. This is the story written after the fact, Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like, does this really what happened? I choose to believe the whole, like I said at the beginning of this, I choose to believe everything about David's life. I choose to believe good, God's real. It's a great story. Yeah, you can choose that. Mm-hmm. Makes you an idiot. Nope. <laughs> but believing everything David says doesn't? It's more fun that way, Kyle. But it doesn't make you an idiot. Okay, I don't base me. my life on the King story. I'm not David. either. But if you but believe, I believe in, in God. Okay, well, that's actually based. If you believe in God, then you have to live your life in according to what God says that no, he I wants don't. you to do. Well, you don't. Then then you're going to hell oh, by yeah. your own admission. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm going to hell. We can agree on that. <laughs> no one who believes in God chooses hell. Yeah, me. This guy. <laughs> I've read what heaven is. It doesn't, sound like, it doesn't sound that fun. No, I choose burning forever. Yeah. Just the what's middle, the difference? The middle finger. Like, literally, though, what's the difference? Praising God? I don't know. Or burning forever? I, I don't They're know. both going to suck for eternity. That's my They're be- both going to suck for eternity. That's been my argument since yeah. I figured out about eternity. I'm like, that's what it is. At least is. the devil like was created by God to be cooler than him. So you can be like, hey, dude, it's been 100 million years. Want to go for a burger or something? Once again, the devil's not in charge of hell. He's suffering next to you. Well, then who's in charge? God. God is in charge of hell. So is God watching us all the time like he's not watching the people on earth? It says- Because he- then I, uh, then it could be one of those things. Maybe maybe since me and the devil are bros now because we're both getting tortured, mm-hmm. right? We set up one of those like old school like projector systems like so it looks like we project it up where to you, God. Where do you get the tools? Uh, uh, the devil's magic, pretty sure. <laughs> so, he just com- pretty sure the devil's magic. He just combusts some tools. Yeah, you get one of those. You just project it on there, like you're looking, like God's looking through his people, and we're all getting tortured and screaming. But it's like a loop. But you ask, it's like a projector loop. You ask, and God only checks in when he wants to jerk off, well, actually, right? Well, so then he's only doing it once or twice a day. The, the, to your answer your question, yeah. God actually doesn't check on him. That's what, when you get thrown in hell. God shuns you. He hides his face from you. Okay, so you're and telling that's, me that's part of the punishment. You're telling me that's part of the punishment, Kyle. We know that's going to be a tragedy to be <laughs> hidden from God. We know for sure that you have to worship God nonstop. Yeah, but we don't know for sure that we know when hell started it was like that, but that He's never checked on it. God is all powerful, so he, and He can't make a mistake, even though He regrets stuff. Kyle, I know I can see your brows. I, I, I think hell's awesome. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. You just tell. They're just reporting to God every once in a while. Yeah, it still sucks. Still the worst. I mean, in theory, the infallible being sets up a perfect torture chamber. Yeah, but he's never watching pushes, Earth. But he just puts the on button. I know, he's not watching Earth a lot of time. He says that he is, but and the angel... He fucked up Earth. You're not supposed to expect me to believe he fucked up. he's going to fuck up hell, too? Yeah. Get- he fucked up Earth almost immediately. Yeah, that's the first thing he did. <laughs> first thing he did is fuck everything uh, up. I fucked this There's up. There's going to be an apple tree that makes all the torture stop. 
And then there's going to be a sign on well, it that says, that does, that that says ca- don't eat the apple. In that case, humans fucked it up. He said, I don't want you to eat from that tree. Okay. But you don't then have we'll, the we'll... mental capacity to know what right and wrong is. Yeah. But don't do that. And as... But do you know what I mean? If he's putting in loopholes in his own system, yeah, it's dumb. There's going to be loopholes in hell. He's clearly not perfect. <laughs> if God is infallible, why would he put the apple tree Are there? That's gonna, the I, dumbest thing I've ever seen. So we know for sure because it makes it real, Kyle. Yeah, I know, but we know for sure God from God's own goddamn mouth. Yeah, that he. <laughs> <laughs> Came out of a holster that one. That heaven is awful. Yeah. That we have to worship it nonstop and nothing is ever fun what every- and everything's well, the same. What everybody says. And then hell, he's like, yeah, that's the worst. That's worse than heaven. But I've never checked. So I'm pretty sure it still is. I'm picking that one. You give me those two options, I'm picking that one. And, and a lot of Christians. They're both for eternity. A, a lot Fuck of Christians, it. my parents included. Yeah. So they believe in like purgatory to annihilation, which is not a biblical concept at all. But they have to. That's the only so purgatory is a Catholic. I've heard idea. this example. So, I've heard this. So explained. purgatory is a, a Catholic idea where you go to hell for as long as it takes to pay for all your sins, and then you so every cease to exist. Yeah. So every time you jerked off, that's like a hundred years of getting <laughs> like, hot iron rod shoved up your penis. Oh, what if you're into that? I could get into that after a couple hundred thousand years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And whatever well, it is, and then after you've done your torture, then you're just annihilated. And I'm like, I would opt for that annihilation, or worshiping forever, stuck in that loop forever. Yeah. And but what they Christians, this is what Christians say to me. This isn't biblical at all. But this is just an argument I've heard. When you get to heaven, you won't want to do anything but worship God because He's so amazing. All this. So I'm like, so, so you, now I have no self control, yeah, so have, I don't exist. Then. So you know, you have no agency in heaven. No, you do have agency, so I can commit sin, but you won't want to. Well, I'm a contrarian, and I like to shit. <laughs> I like to sh- whatever you want me to do, I'm not doing. <laughs> exactly. So when I get to heaven, for what's fun for me is shitting on your golden driveway. <laughs> That's fun for me. Oh, you can't shit in heaven. You don't have buttholes. This place fucking sucks. <laughs> Send me to hell. Yeah, Shut it's, the iron rods it's a crazy like argument because as soon as you take away, no, the, no matter what you do. You will not want to do anything but worship God. Okay, so I have no free will and I don't exist as a person anymore. Because then I'm not myself. So putting me in heaven is effectively killing me and making another drone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So you cease to exist anyway. Yes, yes. Unless it's like. Yes, yes, Kyle, you're getting it now. Unless it's like, what's that movie with uh, where they put like the rich white people into the black people's heads? Um, The comic made it. Really fucking good movie. uh, Get Out. Yeah. What if it's like that? We're on the outside, you're worshiping God, but on the inside, you're like, fuck! <laughs> that would be worse. I would take hell. Because that's what heaven sounds like to me. Heaven's if just... you're forced to do that, if you're like, your bodily, it's uncontrollable for you to not worship God, but on the on the inside, you're still yourself. Because if you are yourself, you'll be yourself on the inside, looking out at the window. It doesn't window. make any sense. It really... It'll be Get Out. It'll be Get Out. Heaven will be the movie Get Out. I mean, lest we forget, Except my dick will be the smaller. devil started in hell. He was the king, or not the king, he was the... What do you mean the devil started in hell? Oh, sorry, heaven, 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 okay. that's what I meant. Um, he was Lucifer, he was the king, uh, the head of all the angels. He was like one of the archangels. That's because he gave... He was in charge of the music. That's what Christians literally say. That's why um, the, uh, secular music is better than Christian music, because the angel in charge of music was the devil. <laughs> I've heard that before. That's great. Yeah. That's a great explanation. It, that's why I wear Christians to the Lions shirts, you old bitch. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on board. So, um, so, that fucking rules. Yeah, so 
and and let's remember, Lucifer was in heaven. Worse, like God, and he thought, "Fuck this, Here's I'm out of here, I'm out." And 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 he got thousands, hundreds of thousands of angels to join his cause, and that became the dichotomy of good and evil. So angels have free will. I so guess God wanted a legit best friend, so he didn't want a drone, and he made one. And then the drone went. I mean, the the thing he made went. Oh, this guy sucks. No, well. So then he's like, the, I want the Bible story worship forever. I don't even know if it's a Bible story. The Catholic story mm-hmm. is it was his pride. He was so beautiful and so good at stuff. The devil th- that he thought he was better than God, which is complete. But the God, God is like, I have the most beautiful. How he, come my hair goes? He's down to the literally ground? next to his creator. Like, there's no r- wiggle room. Like, how do you at what point? But maybe how he's standing next to an all-powerful trinity, three guys yeah. that are the same guy, <laughs> different entities. Think about it like this, though. After like a billion years, you forget he made you, and now you're like, how come I'm getting all the heaven pussy and you're not getting any god? <laughs> you know what I mean? At a certain while, you're like, how come everyone likes me better than you? It's been a billion years, and you totally forget That's so that he fetch. created you. He's like the mean girl of heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back to the Bible here. So, what did just to remind myself. The lady goes. Those robes are so ten thousand years. The BC. lady goes. You're right. That was Joab. Uh, you're so smart. And then the king said to Joab, "Very well, I will do it." The king said to Joab, "Very well, I'll do it. Go bring back the young man Absalom." Jo- Joab fell with his face to the ground to pay him honor, and he blessed the king. Joab said, "Today your servant knows that he has found favor in your eyes, my lord king, because the king has granted his servant's request." Then Joab went to Geshur and brought back Absalom to Jerusalem. But the king said, he must go to his own house. He must not see my face. So Absalom went to his own house. Surprise party. And he did not see the face of the king. In all Israel, there was not a man so highly praised for his handsome appearance as Absalom. From (laughs) the top of his head to the sole of his foot, there was no blemish in him. Whenever he cut the hair of his head, he used to cut the hair from time to time when it became too heavy for him, he would weigh it, and its weight was 200 shekels. That is about what? five pounds. Every time he cut his hair, it weighed five. This guy is a fucking chia pet of hair. He's got, hot, he's got a tight Jew awesome fro. He's got oh, just a he toss. Just a huge fro. He's got a, like, but it's sick. Like, he's the most handsome guy in Israel. Yeah. He's got, like, this nice toss salad. If he was a hockey player... <laughs> Dude, he'd be in the Minnesota. No one has ever heard that expression. Just you've never to this podcast. You've never heard of a toss salad. I've heard of a toss salad. Yeah, you play hockey. I yeah, it's that's what a toss salad is. Sucking dick, Caleb. No, it's eating asshole. But a salad is it? Yeah, no. getting your salad tossed Shit. is having your <laughs> asshole eaten out with jelly or syrup. I prefer syrup. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Chris Rock. Well, no, you did a black guy. A so. salad. A, like people call haircut salad yeah, in hockey. Yeah, I've heard salad. I never heard. I said toss, toss salad because it's so fucking flowing and tight and dewy. <laughs> I never considered that they would have awesome curly froes. Have you ever got a haircut that weighs five pounds? By the way, no. Like this is clear exaggeration. I'll never have hair on my head that weighs five pounds uh, ever again. <laughs> you, yeah, you're <laughs> cherishing every last hair as it dies individually <laughs> next to the, its the fellows. Ounces. Yeah. <laughs> the grams. You're, you're, it's like a force with pine beetle. And I'm it's weighing just... it daily, watching the grams disappear. <laughs> I weigh it daily. Oh, that's funny. Oh, so thanks, bud. I I love watching guys go bald because they're so sensitive about it. I'm actually not really. You're not that bad, and you're not that bald. 
but in like two it's years, go. just shave your head. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, the guys that hold on. I for had too long, I had a shaved head multiple times in my life. Yeah, looks fine. Looks fine. Everything's fine. Plus, I'm, I'll go on steroids. Be that guy. Grow my beard out. Now I'm shaved head, bald. Yeah, I lost my guy. hair due to steroids. That's the real reason. I actually had hair, but I did steroids. <laughs> that will do it, though. <laughs> I know. So they, that was just a big, uh, like, or not a, that was just a side part to talk about how handsome Absalom was. Mm-hmm. Then it gets back to the Bible. Three sons and a daughter were born to Absalom. The daughter's name was Tamar. That's not enough for the most handsome guy in the land. I mean, he's not that old yet. Good um, point. The daughter's name was Tamar, and she became a beautiful woman. Absalom lived two years in Jerusalem without seeing the king's face. That's pretty weird. So David is still taking the moral high road, as in, I'll bring him back to Jerusalem, but I'm not going to give him a special treatment. Uh, without seeing the- then doesn't Ab- want anyone to start chit-chatting. What do you mean? What? See what the king daddy brought his brother back, even though he murdered somebody. How come no, his I- son. His, his son. son, sorry. Yeah. How come I had to kill my son? Yeah. Fuck his name, kill his son. Yeah, people bullshit. are, people are revolt. whispering. Revolt. Then Absalom sent Joab in order to send him to the king, but Joab refused to come for him. So he sent a second time, but he refused to come. Then he said to his servant, Look, Joab's field is next to mine, and he has barley there. Go and set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what what does he what does he want Joab to do? Hey, go talk to my dad, please. Uh, oh, Absalom. Yeah. Wants Drew up to go talk yeah. to him. Yeah, hey, go talk to my dad. Uh, he's like, fuck you, dude. Get fucked. He's like, I, you're lucky please, you're here. Please go talk you're to here my- cousin of me. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Well, might be a bit more nefarious than that. Uh, so there's this barley field right next to mine. Go set it on fire. Also, pretty reckless if your field's right next to his. Yeah, that is- Should the wind change? That is a rich kid's understanding of how fields <laughs> gr- how fields grow <laughs> and, and how fire works. Yeah, just set his only on fire, not mine. Then Joab did go to Absalom's house, and he said to him, Why have your servants set my field on fire? Which is, uh, just let just to make it obvious, for, that's a, a that's a huge deal. That's your food for the next year. Yeah. That kid's like equivalent to maybe murder, right? You're taking a guy, it's basically taking a- I mean, he's, a, he's the king's son, so he's going to get as much as he wants. He's the king's son, and Joab is the king's general, mm-hmm. so it's- it might be like all power. They're both going to get as much food as the they point, want. It's like taking a. I, but it's a big fuck you. They'll steal it from lower well, people. Yes, than absolutely. But if they were a peasant, that's like a year's pay. That's, oh, you're done. He took like yeah. a year's pay. That's like, hey, uh, yeah, go to his bank and take out 80 grand. That's basically what they said. So, uh, why have your servants set my field on fire? Absalom said to Joab, look. I like that he starts with look. It seems <laughs> here's, so, the, here's the thing. It sounds so modern sometimes, yeah. right? Look. <laughs> I sent I sent a servant. I Look, ser- don't listen to me once. Shame on you. Listen to me twice. Shame on you again. <laughs> Thrice. I said all your shit on fire. your shit on fire. Absalom said to Job, "Look, I sent word to you and said." It's such an overreaction too. Just ignored twice, and then well, there's so many other things you could do. You could send another person right to the king. Just go up and talk to him yourself. Uh, I don't think that's an option. That's Why? the fact that. He didn't see the king's face for two years means that David made it explicitly No, clear. I know, but why can't he go talk to Job himself? Oh, he, I guess he could That's do what that. I meant. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. the, to the king. Yeah. I, like, hey, if you don't do this, I'm going to set your shit on fire. I don't actually know. That's a good question. It's like another thing that I never thought of. It's so funny when you just get indoctrinated with it. And you're like, that's the rules. He has to go through the intermediary Joab. Interme- <laughs> intermediary Joab. Yeah. Then Joab did go to Absalom's house and said, why'd you set my field on fire? Absalom said to Joab, look, 
I sent word to you and said, come here so I can send word to the king to ask, why have I come from Geshir? It would be better for me if I were still there. Now, then, I want to see the king's face, and if I am guilty of anything, let him put me to death. So he just kind of wants to face the music. He's, he's like, I want to be a free man. Well, he's kind <laughs> of um, ostracizing his own community. So yeah. he, why did you bring me back here to just put me on the edge of town and not let me talk to anybody? This is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so Joab, and the answer is going to be that's your punishment for killing your brother. Um, this gets this gets actually like very. This is really like games of Game of Thrones. Oh, it gets real sneaky. There's players for the th- the, yeah. the throne and stuff. It's pretty good. These are all the ones that made it. Um, so Joab went to the king and told him this, and told him all of this. Sorry, and told it. Yeah. So Joab went to the king and told him everything I just said. Then the king summoned Absalom, and he came in and bowed down to his face with the. Um, ground before the king and the king kissed Absalom the next chapter I think that are we out of time I think so the next chapter is called Absalom's conspiracy bum 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 uh, it's called Absalom sucks his dick the king <laughs> king kisses him <laughs> oh man he sucks his dick yeah <laughs> That's a, what's that Wesley oh God. I agree <laughs> if jokes were a seven layer dip you would just eat the fucking the dick sucks part off the top. You'd never ever make it to the guacamole at the bottom. What's the bottom? What's the guacamole at the bottom? I don't know. At the top is, is intelligent is narrative jokes. jokes. <laughs> the top is like dick <laughs> pussy jokes. The next yeah. level is like foreigner jokes. And then I don't think we've made it past the third level of the seven layers of dip jokes. That's a good point. Or the seven layers of hell, like Dante's Inferno. Did you learn anything today, Kyle? Yeah, the hell rules. Hell rules. Yeah, hell fucking the rules. The 90s rule, dude. <laughs> I'm never going to stop saying rule. Rules rules, dude. Rules does rule. Except not those rules. The word and the expression rules. Rules. But I don't like rules. Brules I'm a rebel. rules. Is it Steve Brule's rules? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure I figured that out. I figured out hell, and that's why I want to go there. And I do believe in God now, and I'd like to go party in hell when I'm dead. Free to all eternity. <sighs> I don't want to do anything forever. No, me neither. I'm kidding. <laughs> kill me. Okay. I wonder if hell, it'd be sweet in hell if you could just kill yourself. Over and over and over? You could party for like a thousand years and then just, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, had a good run. I mean, hell is, let's not, everybody says hell's a party because of that one fucking bumper sticker that said all the good best musicians are in hell or something like that. L- being not mistaken, a it's not. It's eternal torture. It's yeah, but God doesn't even teeth, look anymore. Weeping. It sucks to be there. Okay, so you think <clears throat> the devil's not? He's gonna. He's not gonna. No one in hell's gonna. No one in hell wants to be there. So there's no one enforcing the rules, and God's not watching. Just imagine, Kyle. It's your own <clears throat> personal hell, in as far as you can walk no, no, forever no. in every no, direction. Hell has the devil, and you said all... that he's getting tortured beside me. He's so. Then why would my personal hell have? I a said that thing he's that in hell, never... and I said I did say next to you, but it hell. It's not. You're it's not, like the Matrix. We're all in our all own to, tube of. There's no fucking like lunch breaks. There's no shooting the shit. Even when you're chained to the wall, getting ass raped by demons. How do like, we know? We're supposed to listen to God when He doesn't even look into it. There's nothing good about it. It's all every time it's described. No, there's it, no sense of camaraderie, dude. <laughs> two prisoners chained up below a ship, rowing for the rest of their lives. They probably make jokes to each other. Yeah, dude. That, that does exist uh-huh. in hell. That can't exist. Why? There's nothing good about it. Yeah, but we have to assume that God built in His own loopholes because that's how He built Earth. Okay, okay. So, you're so annoying. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll just let you have it. Hell's he, a sweet he did, party. Hell's be. a fucking dope party. I'm not saying it's the best, but it's for sure better than heaven. Because <laughs> I know 100 percent heaven is worshiping God all the time. By death. Where hell, 
There's a chance they like they figured it out. All right, I'll let, I'll just let you have it. Right? If God's not watching, wrong. And he, and he's obviously not perfect because he didn't build Earth right. That uh, sucked. That blew up in his face immediately. Don't tell him that. Huh? Or he'll send me to hell yeah. where I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> But if he sends you to heaven out of spite, and all of a sudden you're up there with your oh, fucking robe, your fucking wings. Being get-outed. Yeah, and you're also at the front of the choir. You have to lead the choir every day. And every- Oh, I would lead the choir, pick my own songs. No, you don't get to pick your own songs. Like, what am I, what like am I doing you, then? Like you said. I'm being get-outed. Yeah, you're in your own head hating it, but your body is going through all the motions. Yeah, that's that's that might be the worst existence for a human being possible. You Have never you're... read the last answer, did you? No. You gotta get on it, Kyle. That's your homework for fucking Friday. Do you have the books? At Last Answer is a short short story you can find on the internet. It's, I hate reading on lit lit screen. It's literally, <clears throat> it'll take you twenty minutes. Oh, I could do that. It's six pages. <clears throat> Actually, it's more like twenty five pages. But I could handle that too. A minute a page is like twenty minutes. It's a twenty minute read. So last answer. Last answer. Yeah, it's really good. Um, emails? Do they exist? Um, hell does. And it's awesome, and so do the emails. Yeah, that's you get right. emails in hell. Yeah, you do. Uh, I You've do. got hell mail. <laughs> I do because I've set it up like that. I've hacked hell actually. I get to hell, and I've already hacked it, and I'm actually the king of hell. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Lucifer didn't even make the title of king. He's only the prince of darkness. That's pretty sweet. You're the king of darkness. Well, because it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> I have to have a title more powerful than his. I have to be the king of darkness. That is my new name on this podcast, The, the King, King of Darkness. No, that you're the awesome. Interrupter. No, I'm the King of Darkness. No one's going to call you that. This is how the best nicknames start is when you create them about yourself. <laughs> All right. I did create Lord of Hosts. You did. And I'm the King of Darkness. So, <laughs> <laughs> got an email from... Uh... I was trying to think of something mean, but not too mean. I'm just going to say Allie. <laughs> <laughs> I found all the things were way too mean. Thoughts on the Bathsheba story? We'll see how it goes. We'll see if she. Uh, oh, Kyle, this is your. This, me is, in the, this is your ally. Email. Yeah, it's my ally. She's a feminist. Yep. I actually got a lot of female friends. I'm actually an ally to women. I respect women, but this women's a fucking slut bitch. <laughs> it's like literally his whole set. I couldn't fucking believe it. Who are you it. talking about? Uh, just this guy in Winnipeg that I don't like. That's obviously in your head. Yeah. 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 I, I'm not yeah. going to say... I, everyone don't could, say If I name. described it, if you not described him, people would know who he was, so I'm not going to. But this is when I got there. Is he still a comedian? Yeah. Why don't you just fucking challenge him to Com- a fucking roast off? Completely change his act. Oh, I would do that in a second. Instead of gossip, just read the email. No, dude. So I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you do. I don't. And it's it's irrelevant. Just read the email. He started. Just let me say it. So he started. God <laughs> damn it. Oh, God. He started. You can't start doing oh, gods. <laughs> he started. You do the official oh, gods or you don't do them at all. Don't tell me or the soundboard what to do. Oh, my God. If I could reach that fucking soundboard. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. So he started off. He started off with regular jokes. Then some of them were a little misogynistic. So he just couched them with "I'm an ally to women" for like 30 seconds before he did the misogynistic joke, and it's the funniest thing ever to me. Did it work? No. Why would that work? It worked before he did that. This whole Winnipeg scene's fucked. 
Thoughts? Yet you brag about it. Winnipeg being the best place. The ever. comedy scene is dog shit there now. Yeah, but Kyle's fucking whole Winnipeg's act awesome. Is Winnipeg is awesome. The people in Winnipeg are awesome. <laughs> yeah. You can say anything to pretty much anybody, random person, and they'll just bust hey, balls at you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Well, maybe don't do that. <laughs> it's interesting how the Bible completely glosses over the fact that Bathsheba, in all likelihood, was actually raped by David. We mentioned that like a thousand times. I don't know if you listened to the podcast. That might have been the highest rape count in it. The, the last two episodes, the rape count's like 69, 69, 420. It's like a huge number. <laughs> wow, that was cool, dude. I like that. I was going to say 69, but it's probably higher than that. I don't know why, but those numbers sound cooler than other numbers to me. Right? They're, yeah. they're the funny numbers. <laughs> I don't, this, what, at what point did she hear an episode and then reply to this without thinking we had this perspective. I think she's just like, I also had the same idea. Let it be known. She's doing what you did. Uh, David, I'd like to talk to you from the future. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to read the rest of this. Maybe was this possibly sent before we read this? No. Just what she's, well, is that episode even released? No. No, it's not. I killed your dog. Yeah, it's not released. I killed your dog. This is fucking weird. Then. No, the I killed your dog has the Bathsheba story. There's, we're we've also we've recorded a few podcasts. Yeah, in they're like all a few blending days. in. I don't know what the fuck's going on. She must have heard it to write an email <laughs> yes, about it. Of course. Think about it. The story from her. We're just gonna agree with her the whole time. Yeah. I've already said all this. She's going about her day bathing what might be almost definitely a communal bathing area. Doesn't even matter. No, it's She's a, just topless it's in on her, her house. Roof. But yeah. <clears throat> Meanwhile, King McCreeper, whoa, go easy on him. He's God's favorite, by the way. Literally the favorite one that God ever made. You're going to call him a creep. This is the most chick way to say this, too. Oh, I thought you were an ally. I thought you were a feminist, oh, Kyle. That, that was a lie. <laughs> Obviously. I'm an al I'm all lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm an ally to women, except for Allie. <laughs> ally to all women, just not ally. Dude, Allies. I, I, her name is Ally. I know. That's, I can't do it. Can't, all, that's a double negative. No, she's so all lies. So now we're enemies. All lies, ally. I'm an ally to all lies, ally. Ally. All lies. I'm an ally. I'm an ally. All lies to ally. We should call this. We should call this episode "All Lies Turner." Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, this is the most trick way to say this is insane. I feel like I'm in grade eight again. Meanwhile, King McCreeper is on hottie patrol, <laughs> watching everyone from his balcony. <laughs> I mean, okay, Allie, just to, just to play devil's avocado, what do you expect the king to do? That's what kings do. They, like, Fuck the people in your kingdom. Dude, we're going to read a story later Yeah. about, um, uh, what's his name? I think it's King Darius, but I don't know. He has a beauty pageant to fuck the hottest chick in all of his kingdom. Awesome! Yeah, he's like, bring the hottest chick, all the hottest versions from every town, everywhere. And meanwhile, they probably want to. Yeah, I'm... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't step that If you're that like far. a lower economic status, right? If they had a competition, let's put it this way, to fuck Kanye West. Yeah. If I you, mean, sure. If you wrangled up women, 80% of them would want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, you know you're right. I mean? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's like the most, he's the most famous guy that exists to them. The one that <clears> he <throat> picks, though, doesn't want to. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why does the Bible always have to do that, you know? Really? <laughs> that's Again? the story. Uh, and that's not King David. 
No. And some other dude. No, this is douche. after all the Jews have been taken over and like carried off David to Babylon. Like how David did the exact same thing, but they didn't ex- like he didn't have a pageant, but he just did that. Yeah, I mean, like, we don't know. No, but every like. king did that. Bring yeah, I know. the hottest chicks. From- yeah, but I know. But they're probably going to make that one bad what and a- this one good. Whatever you know? king, any any kinglet, any any king, like kings would. You could be a king and r- rule Summerland, a town of like ten thousand. That's the average kingship. Yeah, well, I'm the king of Kelowna, so I get what but you're saying. But you, you know what I mean. You have to like go back in time. Like it's not countries; it's city states. Mm-hmm. And sometimes villages. There'll be a king of like this village and this village, and he declares himself a king. And then he is also a vassal of a different king, right? So every king oh. took the hot like <clears throat> out of his pool of women, they're taking the hottest one. That's what studs do. They spread their seed. It's just a rule. Yep, can't help it. Biology. Or I mean <laughs> it's enforced biology, but if he's if you have all the power, you take the hottest chick. That's the rule. Sure. What if she doesn't like you back? I don't know, Kyle. What would you do? Oh, what would I do? Yeah. Am I an ally right now? I don't know what you are right now. <laughs> if I was a king back in the day, I, I would knew, treat- Everybody every, knows what you do. You I don't have treat, to answer the fucking question. Every, it was no, rhetorical. No. I would treat every woman equally with respect, is what I would do. Okay, so- Because I'm not who you are. When Kyle says he would are. treat all women equally, imagine that as equally really terrible. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's- that's still equality. Yeah, it's equality. It's equality. Oh, what's the guy's name? Anatole French said, I love uh, that the law, in, under the eyes of the law, there's equ- equality. Neither the rich nor poor shall sleep under bridges or st- shit downtown. Basically, that law is only enforced on poor people, so rich people don't have to worry about the law about sleeping under bridges. Oh, that's hilarious. Under the just eyes of the law. <laughs> Who said that? Anatole French. This is the uh, I don't know why we're back to the email. You have to you have to Kyle, you have to be aware that it's not me and you. This is just conjecture. This is what she says. (laughs) Okay. In the email. Ally Ally Turner. What are we calling her? No. Jesus Christ, we can't okay, we have to edit some full names. Well, you just said it. I know, I, but okay, fucking give it to me. I'll edit it out. (laughs) I definitely want to edit out. We've said her name so many times, by the way. So many times. She keeps on emailing in. She clearly doesn't care. Okay. Well, it's just bad to say someone's full true name and then dwell on it like we're doing. I've already done it. Okay. Multiple times. Every (laughs) fucking email. Okay. This is conjecture, but I imagine this probably would have been part of his daily routine. Now she's assuming he's a wandering stalking king just looking well, he, for hot pussy he literally every, is every single day he literally is let's he already has like what six wives mm-hmm. and every hot chick that he runs into becomes his wife yep. he is he's a he's a womanizer you know that's a good point then then she is summoned to the king's chambers the bible only says and he slept with her but the reason will assume that she had absolutely no say in the matter yeah we have, we came to the exact same conclusion but you, you don't ask a dog if you're gonna pet it first you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's an apt analogy. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Gotta give that to me, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, what's the last... <laughs> that's right off the dome, dude. <laughs> the massive forehead that is Kyle's dome. Oh, bigger by the day. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's hilarious about all this... <laughs> what's hilarious about all... This is that the church frequently portrays Bathsheba as some kind of harlot. Yeah. Who seduced... That's what I was gonna ask. Yes, she is. If she's the seductress. Because it doesn't say any of that. No, but th- when we go, like I said this, and she's saying it again, when I went to church, it's Bathsheba the whore and David the saint, always. I don't remember you saying that. 
I, I okay. I, I'm I, not. That doesn't mean you didn't. I think that I did. <laughs> okay. I didn't. She's portrayed as like some slut for showing him her tits. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and that and that stole and that Kyle. It was she was so those tits were so irresistible. He had to fuck her. They really and break her heavenly. They vows. don't go into this much detail. The there's just the way it's framed. It's it, weird that David is the most omnipotent human being in the land at this point. Yeah. The best, the smartest, that's, and he can't resist a woman's tits. So, so yes. So who really has all the power here? <laughs> we're breaking it down. Well, considering that the the owner of the tits can't do anything. No, I I understand <laughs> that. But the most godly, powerful thing on earth is I a woman's tits by this example. I know, right. If the smartest being can't resist it's, them. It's the the church venerates mm. David as like the best. It's like Jesus, Paul, David as like top 3 dudes in the Bible. Moses is up there, Abraham's up there, John the Baptist, but like David frequently mentioned as God loves David. David's awesome. David mm-hmm. doesn't do wrong. So when David does do wrong, which he's done a couple times, it's like he could never do wrong because God forgiven and he like repents and he's like, sorry, God. And God's like, no problem, bro. <laughs> like he repents, but lets him keep all the wives he's accumulated. No, he didn't let them keep the kid. Oh, right. And David was sad about it. And then he got over it right away. Yep. He fasted and prayed and then was just like, he's dead now. 24 hours later. Yeah, I'm better. <laughs> Just get a new one. <laughs> Just get a new one. <laughs> I made Bill Cosby. I made you. I can make another one just like you. I'll put something in someone's drink. He didn't say the last part, but I made you. I can make another one just <laughs> okay. like you. My dad used to. I was to... confused why you said Bill Cosby there. Well, because my, my dad like, used to. Did Bill Cosby say that whole thing? Bill Cosby was my dad's favorite comedian, and I actually watched That's Bill Cosby. That's for a lot of people out there. Bill Burr said he, that he, he was a Bill Cosby's a really good comic. Tremendous. One yeah. of the great probably the No, let's not get that far. He wasn't that good. I was gonna say the greatest storytelling comedian. I, I liked his stuff and never loved it. I liked him way more Who's on Who's a better night. storytelling comedian? D- uh Doug Stanhope Dylan to me, Moran. but it's all lies. Uh yeah, I don't know. The Irish are pretty good at it. I like a bunch of them. Me. The Irish <laughs> are really good at it. But Bill Cosby's a master, and he had that. He did. Uh, Bill Cosby himself is one of the greatest specials ever, dude. Same as fucking. Uh, who's this fucking Jewy producer guy that married his daughter? Comedian. Everyone Woody knows, Allen. Woody Allen. Yeah. That guy's a fucking disgusting creep too. Yeah. He's fucking gross, but for some reason everybody still likes him. He's, you know, hate the art. He's like nebbishy and hate non-threatening. The, yeah, hate the artist. Love the art. I still Bill Cosby himself stands up. One of the funnier specials I've ever seen. You can totally separate the. Yeah. Well, so, do you really want to get anymore? Not in the current day. Do you and really want to get into all the music you like? That's, yeah. Right. <laughs> do you really want to get into in any the, of it in this day and age? Yeah. You can't. No. Because kids are idiots. Yeah. What's hilarious about all this? See, what are we what? calling her again? The lady. No, but not ally. We said something else. Who cares? Fuck it. <laughs> What's hilarious about this is that the church frequently portrays Bathsheba as some kind of harlot who seduced David, and he couldn't resist her. The common sentiment is that she shouldn't have been bathing in public for everyone to see, as if she was supposed to be taking advantage of her own personal indoor plumbing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't flaunt your tits, ladies, if you don't want to get grabbed. Uh, she must have not heard the episode, or what did she think she added? I There's no way. We've, we we must have just said this is up and coming or something, and she knew it already, or we just briefed it. Well, the episode's not out. <laughs> it's just not out yet. I don't think. Wasn't it the literal last episode we recorded? Dude, this is like the worst. I don't, yeah, this, this is, is terrible podcasting right here. It's pretty good, dude. 
No, d- what are we talking about? Does this release? Nobody cares. I had a couple good lines. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, out, remember the dog petting thing. Remember that. That was solid. All right, play us out. If you go, uh, if you want to send an email, I mean what that one is kind of lame. Face was that? I don't know. I kind of like burped and like coughed at the same time. It's too hot in here. I think we're about to pass out. I'm sweating. Like I have a towel that's dank. Yeah, it's damp now. The whole towel. So if you want to send an email that's relevant at all, unlike Allies. <laughs> In your face. Yeah. If you'd like to send a relevant email to the podcast, it's Biblebeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. We're on Spotify. That's the website. We're on Spotify now? We've been on Spotify for years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For quite a while. We're on Spotify. Joe Rogan just got to Spotify. We like preempted Joe Rogan. Dude. Yeah, we're also moving to Texas. No, we're not moving to Texas. Well, yeah, with Joe Rogan, dude. I'm not moving. If I could move to Texas, if that was possible, I would move to Texas right now. I would right not. Now. Why? There's going to be a civil war. That's what I believe. Yeah, I'm going to pick the side it, with all the guns. <laughs> There's no... Okay, unlike previous civil wars... What do you, what do you wars, want? What do you want? Un- Homemade pies resting on the windshield? Unlike a sill and a bunch of guns? civil wars, Kyle, that mm-hmm. were geographically located, as in you live next to people who thought like you, a lot of people are... They That's th- exactly what still happens. No, not geographically, though. Yes. Everybody's on the... Okay, to, to an extent. Oh, let's go how people vote, then. How can people all vote the same in There's every fucking... There's red and fuck- blue states. Yeah. But... Every fucking year. No, but it's not... New York and LA vote the same every single okay. year, no matter what. In that case, it's geographically located. In the places where it's about 50-50, the swing states, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is people exist ideologically located and not geographically located. I don't know if that it will be a north-south war or an east-west war. It might be like chaotic whatever the fuck everywhere. I never thought I'd say I this. I also don't want to be like I don't a, war, be a civil war either. More warm like even by saying this though, I feel like I'm making it worse. <laughs> Everyone be nice to everybody. I, everybody cool the fuck down and like I never thought I'd say this, but I think the south at this point in history exists in the most reasonable state. In the U.S., in that they have differing opinions and they get along somehow. Yeah, that's all I want. Whereas in the big cities, they're all fighting and burning shit down. And the South is like, hey, let's not ruin all our stuff. Yeah, some of these guys are bad. Some don't think they're bad. But we can all coexist without burning each other down. I do not. And that's kind of happening right now. I do not. Not just the South, by the way. Like, when they say there's a curfew and you, like, defy it. What is your end game? What What do you really think you're going to accomplish? I believe in that. In, just, in just nonviolent protest. Okay, all right. Stay there I all night. I firmly believe in nonviolent protest. Stay there all night. But who, I don't. I I do not see a scenario where that affects change. You really don't. It, it's supposed to inspire other people to do the same and recognize that you shouldn't give up control to the government or whatever you're protesting. It's a, you're supposed to be a symbol for what other people are believing and too scared. You know how there's a movement when human beings or one person. This is dance video that describes it perfectly. Where there's a where there's a fest I swear to God. There's a dance video. A dance video. So what happens is there's this it's a scenario where human beings need the first two people to make a move before anyone else will commit as a herd. And then it's just herd mentality and they'll all do it with the other person if they were thinking that and the want problem to. is that the, the difference is from now to let's say the sixties, um there was the new the news had journalistic integrity at that time, so they reported the. I really wonder how much it did. Maybe it didn't, but it, yeah. in my in my head, in the ideal world, it had more than it had today. It didn't have full on, just you know, if there's, there's an, journalists with journalistic integrity, there, there is that acknowledge that they have internal bias because you're a human being and you're going to have personal bias. What I'm saying is, 
when the way it's framed right now. Mm-hmm. You're just giving them, giving them, who's them? I feel like you're just setting yourself up for a conflict, and the conflict is just. You're not controlling. This is. A, I hate that I'm about to say this. You don't control the narrative when you're out there protesting. You can be spun in any direction. So I don't feel like you're accomplishing your goals. If you're peacefully protesting, it's hard to spin. If you're smashing shit, well, then please send out instigators. Maybe. Doesn't matter. If you're the one smashing shit, you're a dick. Yeah, that's and true. And you're not helping anything. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of people <clears throat> smashing shit. And I feel like most of the people that There's are... There's been some peaceful protesting, but most of it's been rioting. And I don't think they're protesting at all. I think they're doing what dumbass kids do. Yeah, there are a lot of kids And break shit. Yeah, let's break stuff. That's fun. A lot of fun. Unempl- Breaking shit is fun. And now you have a crew of people to break shit. Also, and you can pretend it's for a moralistic cause. And uh, it's that sounds even more fun. And yeah, it's a bunch of, gu- a bunch of men that are unemployed. Yes. There's nothing to do. That's, that's the danger. That, yeah. So they put their fucking fancy scarf over their mouth and it's lift so, their so depressing two pound bat because that's the heaviest they can carry, two and pa- they start smashing shit as slowly but as fastly as they can. Just fucking let's end it. I think yeah, I've been waiting for the song. I don't know. <laughs> we should should have played the song before we even talked about any of that. I don't feel like we. I'm. A, what is this? I don't know. Oh, this! I know what it is now. It's the live version, and you you have to cut to like three minutes into the song for this to be effective. The first two or three minutes is guitar, so enjoy the live version of "Civil War" by Guns N' Roses. Yeah.